and welcome to Soap Secrets. We are back and we're talking all things hospital drama. Now, Victoria Wilson is joining me. Hi, Victoria. Hi, Hannah. Okay, let's start with Holby, um, because there's bad news for Lucky this week. And when I say bad news, I mean, it really is awful. Yeah, um, so, you know, if we if we sort of go back to the origins of the character, like she's been on some, something of a sort of a roller coaster ride, I guess, since arriving at the hospital. She's always sort of tried her best to sort of safeguard the welfare of others, um, but she's sort of indirectly made sort of situations worse, whether that's, I don't know, not reporting Andre, uh, runaway Andre, um, or indeed we had the whole thing of her microdosing Kian Madani, who ended up dying of a drug overdose. Then, obviously, we had recently she um, dead to sort of expose the dodgy dealings of Jenny Sinclair, um, and she came off worse when Jenny whacked her over the head and put her in a coma. So this week, Lucky's wakes from her um she's had emergency spinal surgery and her prognosis really isn't good um neurosurgeon max mcgarry's there um and she uh, gives lucky the news that she is tetraplegic which is um paralyzed from the neck down um as so so lucky's there struggling to sort of process this awful news and and we sort of see her wrestling mentally if you like with a nurse cassie quote unquote i'll explain why um she okay this cassie doesn't hold back in sort of highlighting um lucky's all her sort of failings up to this point really um slight spoiler uh when i say quote unquote it's because we soon realize that cassie's actually like she's a she's a she's a real person she's played by a real actress but it turns out she's actually a figment of lucky's imagination um and she basically insults <laughs> launches all these insults onto lucky um and we, we sort of realize that these are actually thoughts that lucky's battling with herself um so you know she might be paralyzed um but her mind is still sharp um so um she basically to distract herself she decides to channel all her energies into trying to reunite warring french fletch and donna obviously following the whole jenny the explosion of the jenny saga um she feels encouraged by her good deed for the day um but then max they've been doing more tests while she's sort of been laying there and Max, at the end of the day, has to deliver more devastating news that Lucky will never walk again. And she's sort of saying to her, you know, that there's, there's a, we can work on a treatment plan, some sort of physio, whatever, to try and get her back. But, but Lucky's not interested. For her now, the future, she sees the future is quite bleak. Um, and as far as she's concerned, if this is what her life's going to be like, she doesn't want it. Um, so she makes a really tough decision that she wants to take her own life and she wants Max to help. God, that is so... And presumably yeah. Max won't. Well, that's it's kind of left there with this sort of hanging in the air. I mean, this is Holby handling another really tough subject really sensitively. You know, people in this situation do grapple with these feelings, um, but it's important to show that there is life after trauma i guess you would call it um so it will be interesting to see how hobby tackles this one 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just, I, I, and I suppose you go through a range of emotions when something like that happens to you, where, yeah. you know, if, like, she's shut down, I can't, yeah. I can't do this, I don't want to live. And then you come through that, hopefully, and then try and think how you can live with it. Some people would embrace it in any way they can. And yeah. I, I guess it will be down to Holby, like you say, to deal with that really as sensitively as they possibly can, or, you know, take, take the viewers on that journey with her. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's been put out there now, and I guess it can go one of two ways mm. we'll have to see what Holby decides and and of course that I mean that's the big storyline of the week um mm. of course it is but sort of on the periphery we've got Josh struggling with father fatherhood which you know comes as no surprise really yeah it seems everyone's struggling with something at Holby at the moment um and like you say I, I suppose for Josh he's sort of struggling with the pressures of of juggling fatherhood and work um you know so in terms of what's going on personally he, he's obviously worried about his premature babies in the special care unit but then he gets stressed out when Ange tasks him with getting hold of so all she wants is some muslin cloths but it's like this is a really big deal I don't know if this bit sort of man syndrome kind of oh can you get me this and he can't sorry guys um but you know she, she sets in this task and he feels really under pressure to deliver you know he wants to be a great dad he wants to be a great partner and all of this um his personal comp his, his sort of pe- very complicated personal issues though means that he forgets a really important meeting with um joe fields if you remember she's the woman from the university who they want to uh jack and eli want to bring a proton beam therapy to holby and and she's kind of the, the woman in charge so he's trying to sort of charm her into bringing it to the hospital um but he he forgets and he misses the meeting so when he um he sort of fesses up to jack and eli oh you know sorry i forgot jack tries to give him a really hard time naturally um but eli kind of reassures him that that joe's had to cancel anyway so no great harm done so it seems like that's sort of a problem averted Mm. sort of at the same time though he's dealing with this uh patient on darwin who's nil by mouth awaiting surgery but he insists on eating this great oh. big cake in front of him and he's like you know really desperate um so after josh's showdown with jack and eli he returns to the ward to find out that the guy has gorged on this massive cake oh my god josh absolutely mm. hits the roof um <laughs> so it that there, there's a bit more perhaps going on there which i'll explain in a bit um but it it's sort of the the main crux of this episode though for for josh is he sort of returns to the special care unit and and has gone she, she talked about going home for bath um and it's clear that the days all of this have sort of um got on top of josh and he mm. has a massive panic attack like full-on full-blown can't breathe all of that like really really bad um and as the episode goes on you i mean he does that that's very in private um you know no one sees and he manages to sort of rally himself but i guess um what started off as like an older mum has babies storyline surrounding and um has, has now turned into a focus on our uh, on sort of how a new dad copes with fatherhood mm. um but in the weeks ahead, um, we we 
do learn there's perhaps more to Josh's troubles than meets the eye and and as I as I touched on there is some significance to the fact that Josh in this episode loses his rag with a binge eater um that's all I'll say for now hmm because all happened like you say everyone's struggling aren't they um and we'll 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 end our chat on Hanson shall we yes yeah absolutely he's got a a little bit going on uh this week so he's he's kind of thrown by the impromptu arrival of an old colleague Russ um Russ has basically blagged his way onto AAU to get Hanson's attention and he doesn't exactly seem pleased to see him um it it basically turns out that the reason for Russ's visit is that he wants a favour. Um, he's in charge of a group of mentees, um, protégés, whatever you want to call them, and he's basically struggling to place one young man who he describes as um, full of promise but with certain limitations, I think he says, um, limitations that he reckons Hansen will be able to iron out. Hansen, however, swiftly tells him that his mentoring days are over, not interested he you know he's doing other things now but russ isn't giving up without a fight and he kind of badgers hansen all day they even sort of join each other in surgery like he's literally not leaving his side um so he badges him all day and until hansen finally agrees to mentor this bright young thing um at the it's all it's all sort of on tender hooks until sort of right at the end of the episode um when the doctor's identity is finally revealed um Let's just say it's a huge shock to Hanson and it will be a huge shock to viewers too. Mm, you're going to leave us on that, aren't you? You're yeah. going to leave us on that little well, cliffhanger. Hannah, you know I can't say who it is. All I will say <laughs> is that it's a very familiar face and Holby fans will be delighted. Oh, well, we'll leave it on a high then. It's a yes. good cliffhanger. Yes, folks. it is it's a, good a good cliffhanger. cliffhanger. <laughs> Thank you, Victoria. That's brilliant. No um, I've had my fill now on Holby until <laughs> next week. Um, okay, now joining me is Claire Rock. Hi, Claire. Hi, Hannah. And we're going to be talking casualty, aren't we? Because, yes, again, casualty really is an unmissable episode, isn't it? It is. It, it is. it is the final chapter in the Tina and Jacob abuse storyline. And wow, it is, it is a really, really, it comes to a really nasty head, Hannah. It really does it. Yes, yes. So um, Jacob is, is back at work this week and uh, Tina's not working. She's an agency nurse. So um, he's sort of he's sort of scrubbed her out, and he asks the agency to send somebody else, and um, so there he is. Uh, but we see Tina outside in the um, in the car park, putting on some lipstick, preparing to come in and do a shift, and she she waltzes in, you know, like nothing has ever happened, Hannah, as Tina does, mm. and she mm. says. Um, she says the agency were desperate so they begged me um and you know she she says this in front of everybody when she talks to to Jacob and Jacob's trying trying to take back control of his life and he very bravely Hannah he says um to the rest of the staff who don't know anything about Tina about her abuse or all that she attacked him with a bottle which is quite mm. serious um that um that they're over and that they're taking a break and uh, they're not going to get married. And Tina, Tina, this is not something you say in front of Tina. And she, 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 she runs off and she, um, 
she, you can see her getting really upset and saying he's humiliated me as she normally does. She does something absolutely shocking, Hannah. She kidnaps a patient. What? How does she do that? How? how? <laughs> well, so there is, so she's a, an agency nurse working in casualty and there's this poor patient called Wren and who's, who actually um, is, is quite, is quite, it's quite seriously ill. She has her um, diabetes is 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 not been managed properly, and she's she, her blood sugars are all over the place, and there's an awful lot going on in her body. And um, Tina says to her, "I'm just going to take you for a scan." So she puts her in a wheelchair and wheels her out. Mm. Nobody stops her because she's a nurse wheeling a patient. Of course. And. Uh, she takes her she takes her to the ambulance bay and she locks her in the back of an ambulance so and then she obviously she phones jacob and says now you will talk to me and you need to come to the ambulance bay so jacob races round to the ambulance bay uh, Ren obviously is saying let me out i feel really unwell i feel really unwell please help me uh, jacob oh, jacob still isn't in the place where he can see that tina is manipulating him in such a way that it's quite shocking she tells lies after lies after lies I don't want to spoil the lies for you Hannah because you need to watch it but you know she does tell some big lies and um Jacob's Jacob's taking it all in he's believing her um and then Ian pitches up paramedic Ian who knows all about Tina and a, a big sort of standoff ensues so um what will happen how will it end and they're not putting the patient in the, you know, making the patient priority, are they? Yes. Yes. Completely. Oh. Wow. That is an explosive episode, isn't it? And you know, is he ever, ever going to see Tina for the abuse that she is? But he's so blinded by his love for her almost, or his want to help her. I'm not sure which. Yes. He's not there yet, Hannah. Not by a long no. shot. Not by a long shot. No, you can see that, can't you? It's um, desperately, desperately sad storyline, actually. But what, like we say, one one that again, you know, is highlighting what it you know what it needs to, um, because this does happen. It's very interesting that they've picked such a strong character in 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 Jake. He is a strong big guy, isn't he? You could, yeah, it does it, it does seem odd. I agree. Well, it's not odd. It's proving, showing that it's you know even big, strong, strong every, everything that's unlikely is likely in these scenarios. It happens. You know, when she hit him with the bottle, um, she, he said to Ian that she she made him, you know, she, she made him feel like no other woman. And so she's really messed with her. She's really, he's really under her control. He thinks it's love. Yeah, she's got him. Yeah, but of course it's not. Right. Well, we shall leave the uh, hospital dramas on that note. But thank you very much for listening. And we will be back next week. Mm-hmm.